Philip Moore sweeps both features at Dominion. Lee Pulliam untouchable at South Boston. Connor Hall wins $10,000 at Carteret. This is your Race Weekend Wrap-Up on Race22.com. Friday night, August 9th, Kingsport Speedway had twin 35-lap features, 16 cars on the grounds. Cress Van Dyke was your winner in race number one. Zeke Shell finished second. Nick Williams finished third. Ronnie McCarty finished fourth. And Bryson Dennis rounded out your top five. NASCAR national title contender Mike Looney ended up finishing 10th in race number one. Race number two, it was Cress Van Dyke racing to the front and capturing the checkered flag. Yeah, man, it's just uh, fortunate to have a good car like we had tonight. I don't know if this must be King Sport. I can't go to Motor Mall and win nothing, seems like, but I come down here and run pretty good. But, uh, you know, just guys done a good job. They worked their asses off. You know, we, we weren't going to come down here until yesterday about 12 o'clock and decided to get everything together. But, uh, you know, we figured we'd come down and pitch in on everything and try to make a good race out of it we're off up there so we're going to come down here as much as possible when they're off so it's a good place to come i love this place great fans great racers I mean, it's just a good place to come it's always full action bryson dennis finished second ronnie mccarty finished third wayne hale finished fourth and chase dixon rounded out your top five mike looney did not start in race number two Southside Speedway 40 lap feature, 10 cars on the ground. Eddie Johnson was your winner. Andrew Dean finished second. Mason Bailey finished third. G.R. Waldrop finished fourth. And Michael Sutman finished fifth. The 602 Modified Tour invaded Wake County Speedway. 50 lap feature for those modifieds. Alex Fleming captured the pole time with a 13.358 seconds around that tight little bull ring. In the race, Alex Fleming was first to the stripe. Unfortunately, Alex failed post-race inspection. Robbie Brewer was your winner. Bobby Miesmer finished second, and Jody Utt rounded out your top three. Saturday night, August 10th, the Southeast Super Truck Series invaded Anderson Motor Speedway for some Saturday night action. Super Trucks raced 75 laps, had 15 trucks on the grounds. Ralph Carnes was first to the stripe, but did not pass post-race inspection. So Kenneth Hedden is your winner. Taylor Hosford finished second. Ed Surratt finished third. Tanner Carter finished fourth. And Clint King rounded out your top five. In the Southeast Super Trucks Limited Late Model Division, 50-lap feature, six cars on the grounds. Lee Tissett victorious once again. Ralph Carnes finished second. Josh Goble rounded out your top three. Bowman Gray Stadium Saturday night. Brandon Ward and Jonathan Brown split twin 50-lap features for the Mighty Modifieds. Tiger Tommy Neal and Slogger Amberlynn split twin 20-lap features for the Sportsman cars. Carteret County Speedway, $10,000 to win. Limited late model, 150-lap feature, 16 cars on the ground. Connor Hall was your winner. Tim Allensworth finished second. Brandon Clements finished third. Tyler Horn fourth. And TJ Barron rounded out your top five. After the race, Connor Hall always happy to reach Victor Lane, but thankful this one is finally over. I'm just glad it's over. I mean, <laughs> I, I would like to think the Hampton Heat was the longest race of my life, but uh, I've never had one where we've had to fix the track and do a rain delay in one race. But 
as much as I wanted him to just call it and make it easy on me, I'm glad we stuck it out. I'm glad Carteret County stuck it out. I give them credit. They really got it done. I, I thought the patch was going to end the race, but did a good job, and I ran over every lap. So, I mean, it held up. Congrats to them on getting it in. And, uh, my guy Allensworth in the 21, I missed a shift on the on a restart after we've been sitting for that patch. I guess I just kind of got out of the rhythm, and uh, luckily we weren't. Uh, wrecked. I mean, I gotta thank Tyler Horn for pedaling it for me. And uh, but we did we did run a good race. And I'm, like I'm just saying, I'm proud of all my guys. We st stuck through it, and it was fun. I mean, the the brakes didn't really do anything to me car wise, thankfully, because Carter understood that we did need to reset air pressures. But uh, so I thank them for letting that happen. And other than that, the night definitely helped this car. And I was I was saving during the day just because I knew it was going to be more abusive, but. I was still just a little free, so I was kind of panicking in the back of my head, like, oh, I don't know what the other guys are doing. But as soon as the sun went down and I saw some cold weather come in, or colder weather come in, I knew it was going to be game on. So, Dominion Raceway, twin 60 lap features for 16 cars in the pits. Race number one, Philip Morris was your winner. Doug Barnes finished second. Tyler Hughes finished third. Jeff Oakley fourth. And Trent Barnes rounded out the top five. Following race number one, Phillip admits he had a little help from lap traffic. Yeah, I got I got a little lucky. I had a lap car kind of pushing to the outside, which got me within a foot of his spoiler. And uh, packing that air against that forward spoiler, that was pretty rough on him. And uh, never had to touch him, but I bet he would say otherwise. Uh, you know, the guy ran his butt off. He deserved to win. And uh, I just stood, just stayed right there and had faith. Heart uh, feels good, man. Feels like 25 years old again, and that's what it's all about right here. Just getting up on it. Race number two: Philip Morris again in victory lane. Tyler Hughes finished second. Alex Brox finished third. Mike Gano finished fourth. Doug Barnes rounded out your top five. After race number two, Philip Morris admitted both victories were not easy. Had to earn both races. You got to scratch for every inch that you're going to get, and uh, and it doesn't matter if you're a guy trying to race for a national championship because these guys are hungry to win. I mean, you saw you saw they're willing to risk it all out there, and um, and I tried not to get into none of that. It's just so hard. Um, it's so tight, so hard, and so fast. It's like a little Bristol here, and and you carry so much corner speed in there, and and guys will just kind of sweep over in front of you. It's it's crazy, and uh, closing rate is so fast here. Uh, just a great racetrack, fun to race at, uh, fun to race at, uh, but it can always go the wrong way. Hickory Motor Speedway twin 40-lap feature, 16 cars in the pits. Gage Painter and Ryan Repco wild the crowd with a photo finish. Gage Painter finished first, Ryan Repco finished second. Chris Husbutt finished third, Thomas Bean finished fourth, Cole Glasson rounded out your top five in race number one. In race number two, it was nearly a photo finish. Chris Husbutt nipped the stripe just before Thomas Bean finished in second. Bradley McCaskill finished third. Annabeth Barnes-Crum finished fourth. Cole Glasson rounded out your top five in race number two. Myrtle Beach Speedway twin 40s were on the schedule. 23 late model stock cars in the pits at Myrtle Beach Speedway. Race number one, it was Sam Yarborough with the victory. Will Burns finished second. Tommy Lemons finished third. Jeremy McDowell finished fourth. Justin Milliken rounded out your top five. Race number two only completed five laps or so before the rains came and washed out the rest of the race. Orange County Speedway twin 35 lap features had eight late models in the pits. Taylor Gray victorious in race number one. Barry Beggerly Jr. finished second. Daryl Carver finished third. Chuck Lawson finished fourth. And Jerry Hensley 
rounded out your top five in race number one. Race number two, it was Chuck Lawson finishing first, Taylor Gray finished second, Daryl Carver finished third, Barry Beggerly Jr. finished fourth, Tracy Chambers rounded out the top five in race number two. South Boston Speedway twin 75 lap features, 16 cars on the grounds. Race number one, Lee Pulliam started P1 and that's exactly where he'd finish. Peyton Sellers finished in second, and that new chassis, painted black, finished second. Austin Thaxon finished third. Jeb Burton in Peyton Sellers' normal white 26 machine finished fourth. Daniel Silvestri rounded out your top five. Following race number one, Lee Pulliam talked about racing close with Peyton Sellers. His car would fire off maybe just as good or a little bit better in mine, but after about four or five laps, you know, uh, my car really started coming around and, 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 and would run well. So uh, I'm glad that he raced with me with respect this time. I mean, I was disappointed for sure at that Hampton Heat because I felt like, felt like I used up a little bit. But tonight he could have sent me and he didn't. So I do appreciate him racing with me with respect for, for tonight. Peyton says he needs to keep working on that new chassis and needs changes before race number two. Yeah, we just didn't have enough tonight. We uh, we missed it a little bit. That's just the way it goes. So uh, we got to be a little better. We got to get this thing tightened up a little bit and um, get a little more drive off, and we'll be fine in the second race. What kind of adjustments do you think you feel like you need to make? Yeah, I think we got to make a couple spring changes here. We uh, this is the first time I've raced this car here, so I got a better know you know knowledge of what it needs right now. Race number two, it was Lee Pulliam again, reaching victory lane. Peyton Sellers, after switching cars to the white number 26, he finished second in that car. Austin Thaxton finished third, Thomas Scott fourth, and Jeb Burton in the black number 26, that was number 16 for second race, finished fifth. After the race in victory lane, Lee Pulliam says he feels like he is finally back to true form. Yeah, you know, uh, I felt like we really hit on it about the 200 lapper here um, in June and really start to improve the program and you know that night we were we were really good we didn't win the race but uh, late caution got us but uh, you know we we stretched some we lost another race or so to Peyton there and then we we kind of tuned on it some more and got it better and we was really good at the Hampton Heat and you know uh, got wrecked there with a couple to go and come back to South Boston you know, on fire. So I, I can't thank everybody enough for, for sticking behind me and, uh, you know, pushing me to be the best I can be. And, uh, you know, nights like tonight's is why we do this. You know, it's a lot of fun. Peyton Sellers talked about why the decision was made to switch cars. I didn't really want to. The black car was handling a little better for sure, but the white car, the motor was running cool. And the black car just run 250 the whole first race. We ended up uh, bleeding it out, got a bunch of air out of it, but I just couldn't risk a chance that it hurt it. You know, we got a lot on the line right now for track points and national points and everything else. So um, just glad, very, very glad and thankful that we rebounded to second with that car. You know, I didn't didn't practice it today, didn't do anything with it. Jeb drove it, and uh, he said it was pretty solid, you know, but it was way too loose to, to get up there and run with Lee. He was just better on the throttle than we were tonight. Well, that's it for this episode of Race Weekend Wrap-Up on Race22.com. Until next week, we'll see you at the races. <laughs>